This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. Day 30, using a root cause analysis for remediation. We have previously considered the prong in the evaluation, which was not present in the 10 hallmarks of an effective compliance program, that being root cause analysis. This requirement was first raised in the 2017 evaluation. It was then carried forward in the FCPA corporate enforcement policy later in 2017. It was discussed again in the 2019 guidance. This evolution has been instructive. From the 2017 evaluation, it stated, what specific changes has the company made to reduce the risk that the same or similar issues will not occur in the future? What specific remediation has addressed the issues identified in the root cause and missed opportunity analysis? The corporate enforcement policy brought forward this requirement for a root cause analysis with the following language. Demonstration of a thorough analysis of causes of underlying conduct, i.e. root cause analysis, and where appropriate, remediation to address the root causes. In the 2019 guidance, it stated, a hallmark of an effective compliance program is working effectively in practice is the extent to which a company is able to conduct a thoughtful root cause analysis of misconduct and timely and appropriately remediate and to address the root causes. It is therefore the use of the root cause analysis that the DOJ is concerned with going forward. You should begin with the question of who should perform the remediation. Should it be an investigator or an investigative team, which was part of the root cause analysis? Jonathan Marks believes the key is both independence and objectivity. It may be that an investigator or investigative team is a subject matter expert and is therefore more qualified to get that particular recourse. Yet to perform the remediation, the key is to integrate the information developed from the root cause analysis into the solution. Marks further noted that the company may have deficiencies in internal controls. More importantly, the failure to remediate gaps in internal controls provides an opportunity for additional errors or misconduct to occur and thus could damage the company's credibility with regulators by allowing the same or similar conduct to reoccur. Finally, with both the 2019 guidance and the FCPA corporate enforcement policy, the DOJ has added its voice to prior SEC statements that regulators should focus on what steps the company took upon learning of the misconduct and whether the company immediately stopped the misconduct and what new and effective internal controls or procedures the company has adopted or plans to adopt to prevent a reoccurrence. As required under the 2019 guidance from the regulatory perspective, the critical element is how did you use the information you developed in your root cause analysis? Every time you see a problem as a CCO, you should perform a root cause analysis. Was something approved or not approved before the untoward event happened? Was the harm done? Why or why not? Why did the system fail? 
Was it because the person who is doing the approval too busy? Conversely, was it because people didn't understand? In answering these questions and other questions, which have been developed through a root cause analysis, you can bring real value and real solutions to your compliance program. The key is that after you have identified the causes of problems, consider the solutions that can be implemented by developing a logical approach using data that already exists in your organization. Identify current and future needs for organizational improvement. Your solution should be repeatable, step-by-step process in which one can confirm the results of another. Focusing on the corrective measures of root causes is more effective than simply treating the symptoms of the problem or the events, and you will have a much more robust solution in place. This is because the solutions are more, are more effective when accomplished through a systematic process with conclusions backed up by evidence. And of course, if you have data within your organization, this can be a critical component going forward. When you step back and consider what the Department of Justice is trying to accomplish with the 2019 guidance, it becomes clearer what the DOJ expects from a compliance professional. Consider the structure of your compliance program and how it interrelates with your risk profile. When you have a compliance failure, use the root cause analysis to think through how each of the structural elements of your compliance program could impact how you manage and deal with this risk. Of course, you may need to overlay this with a new risk assessment because the root cause analysis may have identified areas which were not properly assessed in any prior risk assessments, and if there have been new product lines, new service lines, new geographic regions, or other risks which, or rather business opportunities, which have led to a different set of risks, this could be uh, an additional way to think through using the information developed in your root cause analysis going forward. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, interestingly, institutional justice is a part of uh, the root cause analysis story. And by institutional justice, I mean the key for both objectivity and independence. If you utilize lawyers or other service professionals who perform, routinely perform work for your organization and are paid a substantial amount of money by your organization, you may need to think about, are there any potential conflicts of interest? How will it look to your employee base if the same people who they see having helped design and implement sisters, systems, procedures, policies, and controls are there performing a root cause analysis of the failures of those same uh, systems? How does that look in terms of a conflict of interest? So think about objectivity, think about independence, and, and of course, think about professionalism uh, in terms of the implementation of any solutions. Number two, the critical element is how did you use the information that you developed in your root cause analysis? And number three, the key is, or a key, is to use data that already exists within your organization. You don't have to go outside your organization to find data, which would allow you to 
move forward from this point. Hope you've enjoyed day 30 of 31 days to a more effective compliance program. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow and I take up another strategy, tactic, or pointer that you can use in your compliance program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.